The only living things that are not asleep in the rest time are the dogs. They lie quite quiet, only half asleep, with one eye open and one ear cocked, keeping watch all the time. Then if any stranger comes during the hour of rest, the dogs rise up and look at him, softly, without barking, lest they should disturb anyone. They know if the newcomer is harmless, and if it be so, they lie down again, and the stranger lies down too till the rest time is over. But if the dogs think that the stranger is come to do any harm, they bark loudly and growl. The cows begin to low, and the sheep to bleat, and the birds to chirp and sing their loudest notes, but without any music in them, and even the fishes begin to dart about and splash the water. The men awake and jump out of their hammocks and seize their weapons. Then it is an evil time for the intruder. Straight away he is brought into the court and tried, and if found guilty, sentenced and either put into prison or banished. Then the men go back to their hammocks, and all living things retire again till the rest time is over. It is the same at night as in the rest time. If an intruder comes to do harm, in the night only the dogs are awake, and the sick people and their nurses. No one can leave the country under the sunset except in one direction. Those who go there in dreams or who come in dreams to our world come and go they know not how. But if an inhabitant tries to leave it, he cannot except by one way. If he tries any other way, he goes on and on, turning without knowing it, till he comes to the one place where only he can depart. This place is called the portal, and there the angels keep guard. Exactly in the middle of the country is the palace of the king, and the roads stretch away from it on every side. When the king stands on top of the tower which rises to a great height from the middle of his palace, he can look along the roads, which are all quite straight. They seem to become narrower and narrower as they get further, till at last they are lost altogether in the mere distance. Round the king's palace are gathered the houses of the great nobles, each being close in proportion to the rank of its owner. Outside these again come the houses of the lesser nobles, and then those of all the other people, getting smaller and smaller as they get further. Every house, big and little, stands in the middle of a garden, which has a fountain and a stream of water in it, and big trees and beds of beautiful flowers. Farther off, away towards the portal, the country gets wilder and wilder. Beyond this, there are dense forests and great mountains full of deep caverns as dark as night. Here, wild animals and all cruel things have their home. Then come bogs and fens and deep shaky morasses and thick jungles. Then all becomes so wild that the road gets lost altogether. In the wild places beyond this, no man knows what dwells. Some say that the giants who still exist live there, and that all poisonous plants there grow. They say that there is a wicked wind there that brings out the seeds of all evil things and scatters them over the earth. Some there are who say that the same wicked wind brings out also the diseases and plagues that there exist. Others say that famine lives there in the marshes, and that he stalks out when men are wicked, so wicked that the spirits who guard the land are weeping so bitterly that they do not see him pass. It is whispered that death has his kingdom in the solitudes beyond the marshes, and lives in a castle so awful to look at that no one has ever seen it and lived to tell what it is like. Also it is told that all the evil things that live in the marshes are disobedient children of death, who have left their home and cannot find their way back again. 
but no man knows where the castle of King Death is. All men and women, boys and girls, and even little wee children should so live that when they have to enter the castle and see the grim king, they may not fear to behold his face. For long, Death and his children stayed without the portal, and all within was joy. But there came a time when all was changed. The hearts of men grew cold and hard with pride in their prosperity, and they heeded not the lessons which they had been taught. Then, when within there was coldness and indifference and disdain, the angels on guard saw in the terrors that stood without the means of punishment and the lesson which could do good. The good lessons came, as good things very often do, after pain and trial, and they taught much. The story of their coming has a lesson for the wise. At the portal, two angels forever kept watch and guard. These angels were so great...